0: thanks for joining me in the podcast, and I'm glad that you're with me. I'm doing a series on when you should not marry a particular person, should not marry a particular person. And what I'm doing is basing this on my fifty years of marriage counseling. I've seen couples come and go. I've seen couples uh, who should never have come together in a marriage.' I've seen couples that very much should come back should come together in a marriage and should restore their relationship and build a relationship for the future. Now, the last podcast they did was on the topic of women that um, should not marry a particular man. There are women who should just bypass, just give opportunity to bypass a particular man. And uh, if a woman, if, for instance, if a woman thinks that she's going to change the guy, she got another thought coming. and She better bypass. If she's going to marry somebody who has a history of unfaithfulness, she better bypass, say thanks, but no thanks. Save herself some misery and some hurt. Save herself a real from a great deal of pain in her life in the future. So there are a number of factors that come to play in the life of a man that when they're there, when they're present, a woman should say no thanks. Well, the same thing happens now on the other side of the formula. Today I'm going to look at the uh, women that men should not marry. There are a number of women and types of women and backgrounds of women that a man should just consider and then weigh and then say, no thanks, and should pass up the opportunity to become involved with and to marry a woman of that particular type. So men, there are women not to marry. Who are they? What are they like? Well, let's take a look at 10 of them. There are a lot of them, but let's just look at 10 of them. And These are the ones I see in my marriage counseling, so it's frequent. And I know that these are the situations that often are associated with pain and agony. Here's one. If a woman has been abused, perhaps as a child or as an adolescent or maybe in a prior marriage or in a prior relationship, if she's been abused but has never resolved it, bypass. Go and leave that particular woman. Don't get involved with a woman that has a history of abuse but never dealt with it. That means she's never been in therapy. It means she's never confronted her abuser. That means she's never had a resolution in the family. She never had a resolution with a relationship. And she carries with her that pain and that agony of her prior abuse. And it will transfer onto you. All you have to do is look like that man who abused her. All you have to do is talk like the person who abused her. All you have to do is behave in a certain way like the person who abused her and she'll carry the feelings of abuse onto you. And you're going to have to suffer those feelings yourself. Not that you abused her, but that you reminded her of that abuse, and she will hold that against you as much as she holds it against her actual abuser. Number one, if the woman has that history of abuse and not resolved, bypass. Say no thanks. Here's another one. If a woman is a person who places a enormously high value on her appearance. Makeup is very important. Hairdo is extremely important. Polished nails are extremely important. Dress is extremely important. The external view of a person is very very important to her. How she looks in public, how she looks to other people. If the primary emphasis of her life is on how she looks, say no thanks. bypass you see, because the marriage is not based upon appearance. Sometimes dating is, sometimes the initial attraction is. But a marriage is really based and survives and strengthens on inner beauty, internal beauty. That's compassion, that's caring, that's empathy, that's understanding, that's being responsible, that's being supportive, that's being a teammate, that's being an encourager. You see? Those are inner beauty qualities. Those are inner beauty traits. If she has the inner beauty traits, good. But if all she has is the external appearance, but not these internal traits, say no thanks. Go ahead and bypass. You'll be happy. You'll be glad you did. Here's a third one. If the woman comes from a background during her childhood where her father was harsh, was mean-spirited, was controlling, maybe even somewhat abusive, you better bypass, because she'll carry those qualities and the reaction of those traits and those behavior patterns from her father onto you, her husband. All you have to do is act like her father, and boy, you'll get the same reaction and you'll evoke the same kind of fear and strong emotion within her that the father evokes and brings up within her. In other words, if she has a history of abuse from a father, from a male in her life, could have been a prior husband for that matter, And if that hasn't been resolved, if that hasn't been controlled, if that hasn't been dealt with in therapy, if that hasn't been resolved, you better bypass. Because you're going to be the one that will generate those same kind of feelings, and then it will be towards you. She'll treat you as she would treat her father. Be fearful of him, be fearful of you. Be reactionary to him, be reactionary to you. You know, be emotionally... Fearful of him, be emotionally fearful of you. Keep a distance from him, keep a distance from you. In other words, if she comes from that kind of a background and has not resolved it, you better bypass. Say no thanks. Well, here's another one that uh, you might want to consider. Do you like her mother? Do you really like her mother? Honestly? You see, girls grow up and the older they are, the more they become like their mother. So you marry a gal Let's say she's 20 or 30 or whatever age might be and in the course of time over the next 10, 15, 20 years Your wife will become very much like her mother. She'll look like her mother. She'll talk like her mother She'll act like her mother. She'll behave like her mother and she'll react like her mother So if you don't like her mother, that's a cautionary Flag and you might want to pass you might want to say no thanks Because there is this natural tendency to become like the person who reared you, who raised you, who was part of your primary life. And um, mothers have a very distinct influence upon their daughters. And if you don't like the mother, you won't like her influence. You won't like her effect on on your wife. So consider that as a very important factor. Okay? Let me give you another one. This is number five, by the way is the woman that you're considering to marry a mother's girl in other words if you got into a problem and you got into a conflict you got into a difference of opinion does she seek out your advice and does she talk and does she resolve it with you and think it through and argue it and debate it and discuss it with you to come to a point of agreement or does she go home and talk to her mother does she go home and get the mother's advice does she go home and get the mother's opinion and then come back to you and tell you What her mother thought. I mean, is she a mother's girl? And if she's a mother's girl, you might want to pass. Because basically what you're doing is you're marrying your wife and her mother. And is that what you want? Do you want two women in your life? Because they'll team up. And they'll team up pretty quickly when conflict arises within your marriage. So, give thought to that one, okay? Let me give you number six. This is a tough one, okay? Six is this. If you watch pornography, and that's a no-no, by the way, in any marriage, in any relationship, you should not marry anybody if you're watching pornography yourself. Don't marry anybody if you are a pornography watcher. You're addicted to pornography. However, from the girl point of view, if she tolerates you, if she allows you to watch pornography, she just turns the other way and just does not deal with it. You better not marry her. Don't marry a girl who tolerates your pornography. You shouldn't be into pornography yourself. But if she tolerates it, you'll just get worse. You'll be more addicted than ever. And then that will have a destructive effect upon your relationship and all relationships that you are in. So kind of look at it from the point of view of pornography. Is she a tolerant person of pornography? Now, here's the other point. Does she watch pornography herself? If so, you better watch. You better walk. You better walk away. Say, no thanks. Pornography has no place in a marriage. It should not be engaged in, and it should not be tolerated. Period. Okay, let me uh, just move on to another one. Point number seven. If the woman you're considering to marry has a history of unfaithfulness, you better walk. Get out of there. Get out of Dodge. Because if she's been unfaithful to somebody else, she'll be unfaithful to you and do you want to tolerate that if she's been unfaithful to boyfriends in the past if she's been unfaithful to a prior marriage don't get involved walk say no thank you you do not want a woman who has a history of unfaithfulness because it's going to come back and bite you and there'll be unfaithfulness in your relationship with her and you just have to live with that fear and with that doubt and that distrust There's no way to have a marriage okay that's seven here's number eight it's important that you as a married couple and you're going to consider being a married couple are of the same faith of the same likeness in faith you express your faith in a very similar way you honor your faith in a very similar way you witness your faith in a certain way you worship your faith in a certain way you pray together in a certain way you attend the same or of similar church you can find a church that you both agree on. But if there are great differences in your faith expressions, you might want to walk. Because she won't help you develop your faith, and you'll probably not help her develop her faith. So it's going to be an area of conflict. and Or it'll be just an area where you'll both agree to have no faith, and you'll just be neutral. And that may not be good either. You should be of the likeness of faith. And here's number nine. You want to make sure that your wife, if you're going to marry this woman, you want to make sure that she's a woman, that should be a wife who supports your career and supports your career development and your career goals. That she'll work with you. She'll encourage you to go to school to advance your skills and advance your knowledge and advance your status so that in your career you can go further. You want a woman that will engage herself in your work and support it and be part of it and enjoy it and talk about it and maybe visit you in your work situation and just appreciate the kind of work you do and support it that's the kind of woman you want you don't want to go off in the work and come home during the uh, during the evening and she doesn't even want to talk about your work don't even want to hear about it you want her to be excited about the work that you do and obviously the reverse is true as well if she's a career woman if she has a job if she has a, an opportunity to develop a career you need to support her and if you can't support her in her career. This is a marriage that should not go forward. Together you support each other in their in your careers. You must both do that, whether the career is at one level or another. Doesn't matter what, what kind of career it is. Careers should be supported. You need to be supported in your career and she needs to be supported in her career. So make sure that there is support for the work and the, and the occupation and the career that you engage in. And then here's the last one, here's number 10. If she is not a talker, and you are, you're going to have trouble. Now, maybe she can learn to talk. But if she comes from a family where when she expressed herself, she was criticized. When she expressed herself, she was chastised. When she was expressed herself and talked, no one listened. No one engaged her in conversation. In fact, they just punished her or ridiculed her or criticized her or whatever it might be. But if she comes from a background where talking was disciplined was punished in some kind of a way or ignored and she becomes a non-talker and you are a talker you better pass you are have a lot of nights that are kind of lonely you're gonna come home from work and she won't talk she'll talk a little bit but she really won't engage in conversation and if that's important to you then bypass say no thanks And obviously no marriage should go forward if both of you are non-talkers. How can a marriage go forward if you don't talk and communicate and share ideas and share feelings and share hopes and dreams? That's what talking is all about. You share your day. You share your future. You share your dream. You share your hope. You share your experiences of the past, your experiences of the day, your desires for the future. That's all conversational. And you both need to be conversational but if she's not conversational and you are then you better bypass just say no thanks so there you are those are just 10 there are more and uh, maybe we can do another one in another series but uh, what i want you to do is just give this some thought if you're a man you're thinking of a particular woman that you are enamored with and are considering marrying or that you are involved with now and you're looking at this as a marriage You better tick off this list and see if any of these qualities or traits or uh, deficits or impairments, if you will, are present. And if they are, the warning to you is say no thank you, bypass, go your way and find somebody that is compatible with you and that will honor you and become part of your life to its fullest extent. So there you are, the series one, women that uh, we should not marry and two, men that we should not marry. There are men we should not marry, there are women we should not marry. And we need to have the qualities identified and then you make sure that when you're looking at a possible marriage, you consider these qualities. So if you're a man, Look at these qualities that I just went through about women and tick them off and see if that's really the person that you should marry. And if you're a woman, go back to the podcast we did just the other day, the previous podcast, and listen to the list of things that are about men that are warning signals. So as a woman, if those things are present in the man that you're thinking about to marry, you may want to pass and say, no, thank you. So, definitely, there are men that should not be married and there are women that should not be married. And you don't want to find yourself caught in a relationship that's going to be painful and hurtful and have a lot of agony with it. And will be a very expensive marriage because you'll have to spend a lot of nights alone or a lot of nights in pain, a lot of nights in agony. And maybe a lot of nights in therapy as well. Anyway, nice to have you with me and uh, thanks for joining in on our conversation. Now, Green Gables Care Home, Clovis, California. There are about six homes. Green Gables is a um, very wonderful home. You have about six people who are have dementia or just need care in their elder years. And a very loving and very caring group of people and staff. I recommend that you look at the Green Gables Care Home in Clovis. Give them a call because I think you'll find the owners to be understanding and caring. It's a family operation, so they understand family. So make sure you give them an opportunity, okay? And here's how you can contact uh, one of the owners, okay? 559 307 0950 307 Give him a call, and maybe this might be a good opportunity for you. Okay, bye for now. Thanks for joining me. Bye bye.